Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what is impacting labor markets and how that can affect real estate. In the food and beverage industry, we're talking about massive shortage of workers. The question is, where do they all go? We saw the most recent statistics for the past month, and it's a trend that's been underway for quite a while. In November, the U.S. Enterprise Employment Report showed that 263,000 new jobs were created and that the unemployment rate remains low at 3.7%. A large percentage of jobs were hired in the travel, leisure, food and beverage, and hospitality industry. So what does that mean? It means hotel staff, restaurant staff, some retail staff, flight attendants, they've all been hired in record numbers. And while we've seen major job losses in the tech sector, with 10,000 people let go at Google, 11,000 at Facebook, Twitter, of course, was cut in half, and major layoffs at Amazon. In the past week, some of the more notable announcements have been layoffs of 400 at reverse mortgage funding, 1,500 people let go at H&M, DoorDash let go 1,250, Global Foundries, 800, Wireless Advocates let go 1,800 of their associates who work inside Costco Wholesale. Morgan Stanley let go 1,600. Blue Apron Holdings let go 10% of its corporate workforce. Intel Corporation let go 300. 100 of those at their corporate headquarters and 200 in Santa Clara. And Hewlett Packard is expected to lay off somewhere between four to 6,000. I've only listed a handful of more notable layoff announcements in the past week. And there's certainly many, many more. But frankly, having me list layoff announcements for five minutes, that's going to get a little boring. I think you get the point. So, are these people showing up as unemployed? Well, no, they're not. Almost all will have received a severance package, and they won't appear on the unemployment rolls for months. Many of the job losses are higher-paying corporate jobs. Some of those job losses are in retail with H&M and Wireless Advocate, but most are high-paying corporate or technology jobs. The hiring is also happening in ways for restaurants to stay in business. We spoke with a hotel owner this week who said that applicants for the role of dishwasher in the hotel kitchen were asking for $30 an hour. Restaurant owners that were previously paying $10 to $15 an hour are now having to pay double and triple salary for the same function. We have to pay attention to what will happen in a few weeks after the seasonal hiring is over for the Christmas sales season. Every year, retailers reduce their workforce during the traditionally slow first quarter, and this year will be no exception. The household data, published by the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, continues to show reduction in workforce participation, dipping again below 60% in the month of November. We still have millions of people who survived from the COVID-19 pandemic who are still stuck at home, suffering from long COVID symptoms. These people have not been able to work in a year or more, and they've not been able to return to the workforce. In travel, leisure, and hospitality, the industry was decimated during the pandemic. Many people exited the industry altogether. They found work elsewhere, often for higher pay. First, they stayed at home for a few months, collected their stimmy checks, and then found higher-paying work with better life balance. As travelers, we're now accustomed to not having cleaning service in the hotel room during the middle of a hotel room stay. Room cleaning and linen washing only happens when you check out of the room. We're accustomed to restaurants closing early, or closing sections of the restaurant due to staff shortages. Have you noticed that many restaurant kitchens are now taking their last orders before or at 9 p.m.? Why is that? Well, kitchen staff are simply refusing to work late anymore. 
At one restaurant this week, there was a single staff member in the dining room, one line cook in the kitchen, no dishwasher. Regular employees did not show up for work. The owners left with a dilemma. Do you fire people for being unreliable, or do you accept the bad behavior and be grateful for the substandard staff that you do have? You can't operate at all without staff, and you have to pay them more to retain them. Are these wage demands inflationary? Well, I think they are. Now, I do believe that everyone deserves a fair living wage. The point is that labor markets are changing again, and we need to pay attention as real estate investors. We can't assume that things will return to normal. There's no such thing. The people who worked at Intel in Santa Clara will likely not find a comparable job at a hotel. The economy is going to result in further structural dislocation. These people will probably relocate to Scottsdale, Arizona. They might seek employment with Taiwan Semiconductor, or they'll move to Texas to work for Samsung as they spin up their new U.S. manufacturing facilities. Global changes in manufacturing will cause demand for skills to migrate as new facilities open. As real estate investors, we need to pay attention to these very real migrations. You see, cities go through phases, and they can go through growth, and they can go through decline. This week, I attended a conference in Atlantic City. Frankly, the entire city was a shocking statement about economic decline. Large, empty casinos, empty stores, vacant lots, condemned buildings were nearly constantly within your field of view at any given moment. But there's many other examples of shrinking cities in the nation. And while real estate is hyperlocal within a city, you need to pay attention to the migration of jobs. Understanding what's happening in the economy doesn't mean reading headlines or waiting for announcements from the official government bodies. It involves paying attention to more grassroots level, more grassroots data, and drawing your own conclusions through observation. I predict that this year there will be an increase in rental vacancy in Silicon Valley. Am I a clairvoyant or a genius? Well, no. We're already seeing rental vacancy in Fremont, California at 4.6%. That's relatively high compared to the past. Might not sound like a high number in other parts of the country, but rental vacancy in Fremont has been historically much lower. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.